it's still kind of <laughs> early <laughs> on a Sunday. Sunday, 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 <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. It's amazing that that's my urge too when I hear <laughs> hear the word Sunday. It's to get fired up for like WWF. Or I WWE. think that's a. You think that's a like a totally generational Sunday, thing? Sunday, like Sunday. without TV and <laughs> and the shitty local stations running ads for monster truck rallies, like. <laughs> You don't experience those ads. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Maybe. See Gravedigger and Bigfoot. <laughs> See the car crusher. It's so good. What was the Godzilla one that would like eat the other cars? And yeah, that was like the car road? crusher thing. Have you ever gone to a monster truck rally? I have not. I bet they're awesome. I went to one. I don't yeah. remember very well though. We were. It was. It was cool though. It was like demolition derby. I, and... I didn't. Sports robbed me a lot of those. Of a lot of those things. I think. Like we didn't. <sighs> It was like if it was a Sunday activity and you had to be on your feet too much, we would would tend not to do it. You had responsibilities. Fuck responsibilities. I only had responsibilities to myself. (laughs) Oh, I blew it. I already I already I already cursed. I said a curse word. Which is a funny term in itself. A curse word. Curse. Curse Curse be upon you for using that word. You're cursing all of us, me especially. I don't need that kind of baggage. Hey, welcome back to the Zengineering Podcast. I'm Adam. I'm Brian. We're here to to talk about stuff. I feel like I always kind of do that nebulous <laughs> intro, but it's perfect today because like we really we sat down for our little intro, like what are we gonna talk about today? And we were kind of like, what do we what what do we talk about? Like it's just like what what are we <laughs> turned yeah. into a really very existential. Right, it got real existential real fast today. Uh, so we kind of, we kind of decided to roll with it. I thought you said, I thought you said it really well. Um, in terms of, you know, the podcast and why it works between us as yeah. a good sort of. Yeah. Well, the we're our intention was kind of to do a hit list topic today, a hit list episode, and we kind of have that outlined. But the the topic is, uh. What things. would you say you do here? <laughs> things, Brian. Thing, we we want to talk about <laughs> stuff that makes us uncomfortable today, and this is why. And this answers your question that you just kind of threw out. We were talking about why we enjoy doing the podcast and why we enjoy conversation with each other, and kind of what drove us to want to share our conversations. And we realized it's because we're both uh, kind of jerks on certain things. J- jokingly, we like you're you're a jerk, man, but you're also a jerk for the same reasons. And it allows us to talk about stuff that other people get upset with us about sometimes when we talk about. And so we can be like brash. Is that a word? Brash with each other, that brash is, with the topics. And we can throw out stuff in like a loose way where we both like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're not you're not this like horrible person for saying that, but now let's talk about why that topic exists, why it makes you uncomfortable. Right. And we, I get to go places talking with you uh, that I don't get to go with very many other people. Well, and it's because the brash and it's because the, I mean, it's so like if, if we had to title this topic, right? It was, it was uh uncomfy topics. <laughs> topics we're uncomfy with. <laughs> Uh, but it, I would, I would, I would have called it something like the value of uncomfortable conversation. That's um, cute. Or like maintaining uncomfortable conversation, right? And and the reason yeah. I'm inclined to put maintaining in there is because the, the, when you say brash, like I think the thing that doesn't happen for us, mostly just because we've known each other for so long and you know been through way stupider than it could ever come up in a single conversation, <laughs> <laughs> um, like the brash piece 
or the like the the part that like the piece of what someone has to say that might be like when you say brash you mean more like unconventional or I'm not sure what the word means. It's right? right? It's like, yeah, no, I mean, like, you're right, though, because brash is you know, the like, thing. It's like, like you're going to say the thing that people don't usually say. Like, somebody who's outspoken says stuff that the other people are not necessarily as inclined socially to say. But you can't have conversations about those things unless you push through that piece. And you can't right. have the con- – and, and the reason you can't have conversations is because people back away from certain topics that are uncomfortable. And so the conversation stops. Right. And, and so a lot of people, us, I think, use – fake outrage to get out of those conversations. Yeah, yeah, well. that's a completely that different a, yeah. sort of that was a whole t- topic we talked about totally. in terms of Alzheimer's and everything. Well, yeah, with but you like, I meant brash like I can just quickly without tiptoeing around a topic I can say something like rude or inappropriate to, to kind of fire you up a little bit to get you on a topic and I don't have to feel like I'm a jerk for doing it. Right. But and I think the reason that you feel like a jerk is because if you did it with someone with which you were less comfortable, they would go, "Oh, they they judge you, and then you wouldn't. Like, get oh, to, you're yeah. you're a jerk. Well, but also <laughs> you like, wouldn't really get to have the conversation that you want to have, so it wouldn't be a good podcast. Because right. if your if your partner on a podcast constantly goes, "Oh, we don't talk about that," <laughs> like then you're not gonna. <laughs> Which we find ourselves doing conversation that would just be a list of topics that I want to <laughs> talk about and you won't talk about, or the that, other and way that around. happens to us. <laughs> and I, I, we don't even put those things on our list, but that comes up a lot, and that yeah. that was like the motivation here <clears throat> is these topics we. I think often when we're talking about what are we going to talk about next, we're like, we get to a place where we're like, ooh, I'm not comfortable with my parents hearing that or my girlfriend hearing that or my friends hearing that or my like ethnic friend hearing that. Uh, and that's silly. So we either need to rectify those things and not think those awful things or we need to realize that there's value in those things and talk about them. Publicly. Publicly. What do you mean awful things? Publicly. Right, like uh, I think. <laughs> well, not always awfuls. Maybe an overstatement of the topics that we usually bring up, but there are things that make us uncomfortable that we don't want to publicly be on record talking about. Sometimes controversial, and controversial potentially. Right. We're really we're building some like some buzz here, some and, real and anticipation. Struggle, what are they going to talk about today? That's so I, awful. And I think this gets us back <laughs> to the thing we were talking about with when we were talking about outrage on the internet, right? Like. Um, the topics around which there is the most outrage are the most important most yeah. of the time to totally. talk about if we're going to have, you know, <clears throat> world peace, yeah. right? And so when, when that level of dis, when those topics are so uncomfy to discuss like how can you ever come to some sort of consensus if you can't even get the first word out right without without a hundred percent shutdown right so i think what we've done today is a big step forward in taking our own conversations to a place where we're okay publicly talking about them more with other people so we're gonna we're gonna dive into some some really uh, edgy topics today <laughs> that, that make us make us uncomfortable that we almost skipped over. Well, I just I think and, it's more yeah, but it's more just like generally an ex- exploration of like what you know why why do we feel the need to even do this? Right. And for me, it's it. I think I heard 
I think it was like Russell Brand that was talking about this recently, who was talking about how if you he was like, you're almost doing the world a disservice if you have the ability to be articulate and the comfort to discuss things that other people don't want to discuss. Yeah. Like you're, you're doing the world a disservice if you don't try to talk about it. Yeah. And so I feel like that's like why we feel like we need to do this. But then the hard part is, and we got to talking about this and this is one of those moments where you're like, no, save it for the podcast. (laughs) Like I, after we do this, when we do it with regularity, like the thing I end up trying to carry forward is these are the conversations that I want to have. And I try to have them with the people around me. And if you can't stand to be around me because I want to talk about things that are uncomfortable and we can't push through that barrier to get to to actual substance behind all that stuff, then I'm okay with you not liking me. Yeah. And, and I guess that makes me a jerk to some people, but I don't feel like it should as long as like, it, I don't feel like it should, and I don't feel like it should because you should try to have that conversation. And if we keep having that conversation, and by the end of it, you're just like, oh, man, he is just racist. Then, like, That's okay. try to tell me why I'm racist, yeah. and if then I can't fix it or don't even try to fix it, then then you can assess me as a jerk. Yeah, if someone but comes like, across as a jerk, your your response should be, oh, let me discuss this with you and see if I can... Uh, help you see my perspective, which I don't think is as jerky. <laughs> but if I'm just a jerk because I brought up a thing that made you uncomfortable, like that's not how that's not how we solve any of the problems that right. we're having right now. Yep. And I feel like the reason I want to talk about this is just sort of like to find more people that feel the same way and we'll have that conversation, but also just to have the conversation totally. regularly. But I think like part of why we end up talking about this in the context of the podcast for ourselves is because we're trying to make peace with the fact that people might not like us. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally what we're, what we're doing here. And we, we need, we need, we need to push past that because that's part of our professional, right. uh, pod, podalistic journalistic. That didn't work. Our professional persona here with our, I want to push places that help me grow. That's the point of this. Right. You know, this isn't like making us money right now. This isn't a job. This is something we're doing for fun because we enjoy talking to each other. And because I think there's like tremendous growth opportunity here. And I felt it big time in like nine months of doing this with you. uh, My ability to articulate myself publicly. uh, I know this isn't totally public, but it's like a public mindset. You're in a public mindset while you're I mean, doing you're it. You're talking with the idea that someone else is going right. to listen to it and you want them to understand. Yep. Right. So it's, it's still practice at oration. And so I think I in looking at our topics recently, I've kind of been like, eh, these are hum ho, uninteresting. I think we we kick this off with a lot of topics that we talk about all the time that really fire us up that are like we just know a lot about them and it was easy for us to hit them. And now we're kind of hitting a point where we're like, well, what? what is the point of our podcast? What are we going to talk about for hundreds of episodes, you know, until we're like old grizzly men. And right. so we got to start hitting stuff that's uncomfortable for us. It makes our listeners go, Ooh, what are they going to talk about today? Oh, should I turn it off? My kids are in the car. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, we so warn I guess, you. so I we guess what you're saying you. is strap in, get ready. It's going to get weird. <laughs> it's going to get um, real raunchy. Uh, so our first topic, and you may have noticed this because we've been speaking so politely this whole time, <laughs> except for once when Carpelman let slip, we are going to Did discuss... I? That might have been before the intro. 
Oh, it might have been while we were practicing. <laughs> I, since yeah, since we since we started the podcast, <laughs> I've actively tried to. I, I put on like my parents' filter. Profanity, dun dun dun. Which I don't think is that uncomfortable, but it is an example of a not, thing that, that makes people that. uncomfortable, right? So the topic of talking about profanity is not uncomfortable, but profanity makes people uncomfortable. Yeah, profanity makes people think you're a jerk sometimes. I've noticed we've had a couple people point out that there's a lot of profanity in our podcast, which I then have paid attention to, and there is. There's a lot. I use bad words a ton in our podcast, and... Then I realize, you know, I just cuss a lot when I'm talking with Kruppelman. I'm really passionate about the stuff I'm talking about. I'm not using it, like, aggressively or mean. Uh, if I am, it's in, like, a joking context. And, <clears throat> uh, but I use it a lot. And then we get into the concept of, like, well, wait, why don't I do that all the time? Because I very rarely, I think, I wouldn't say rarely. <laughs> I use profanity quite a bit. But I don't use it nearly as much as I do when I'm just talking with you. Well, and then you said, so let's try. So we have thus far on the podcast tried to. <laughs> and uh, tried very successfully. Tried to avoid profanity. <clears throat> and I said, that'll be easy. And you said, I don't know. And I was like, no, it's just, it's the parents filter. Like you grew up with it because you would swear around your friends and then not swear around certain people, teachers, parents, whatever. Like you grow up in culture where you have to talk to people <laughs> and you, and you develop and but you should i think develop an ability to turn that on or off yeah it's um well my my question it's weird was, that you have to it's super weird that you have to first of all and then i also my question when we kicked this off was well we i think i do that subconsciously i'm not like purposefully like rolling into a business meeting thinking oop i'm gonna switch the profanity switch off i roll in and i'm just naturally in the don't cuss in this environment and i don't even think about it and then when I'm hanging out with friends, it's like I can roll and lay out bad words and they're like funny or they're appropriate or their emphasis. And so I was curious coming into the podcast in a situation where I'm mentally in the space of talk however I naturally want to talk, which is kind of the point, um, what it would do to my brain. And I've noticed both I'm fixated on it. So I'm thinking about it with like every word and it's very distracting. I don't know long term if we continue to talk, if it would continue to be a problem. But I think I have to be I'm like consciously filtering on the way out right. and i have almost slipped up you a couple said times. jerk instead of a-hole right 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 but here's a careful, perfect example careful. i know but ding 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 i'm getting a whistle no but it's a perfect segue because a-hole is generally okay even though i'm literally pulling letters from the word i'm trying not to say <laughs> like it's like people on instagram that put up f asterisk ck right is that not okay even, apparently that comes over our my like business chat like, sometimes. Yeah. It's like, and wait, so, did we just waste ten seconds to type in asterisks to not say a right. bad word? You wasted a keystroke. That's like an extra keystroke. <laughs> you did shift. That's called to, the carpal tunnel. To say a bad word in a socially acceptable way, right? Like and so it's funny because I think the reason you develop the filter if you work in business or I don't know, went to a school like we did where you had literally priests that would tell you not to say those things. No profanity. None. Like you, I, to me, it's just a, a like you're trying, you don't, in a business context, you want to, you don't want to take a chance at offending anyone in the room because there's no stakes around that piece of like, I need to say the F word. Like, I don't, 
I don't think it's offending. I think it's you don't want to look bad. And you know that someone else thinks that a cuss word is a sign of you being like trashy or unintelligent or not thoughtful in a situation where you should be presenting yourself in a certain way. And I don't necessarily so want to go etiquette question. It's, I think it's an etiquette thing. Like I think it's a fine breeding question. And it's entirely an in, it's entirely a personal thing. If if profanity was just offending other people, I don't think it would be nearly as big a deal. But it's the offense offending the person is them then responding and saying, You're a jerk. <laughs> and I don't want to be around you, and maybe you shouldn't be in this meeting. You're fired. Then is it just the social construct that's implemented in order to try to feel out without actually bringing them up what the uncomfortable topics are kind of i was trying to think like why do okay but when you were saying that i thought okay well i feel more comfortable like if i'm in a boardroom and someone of authority swears it's great i immediately feel more <laughs> comfortable in that room some and, people might not though and some people might not but i think that's a reflection of oh this guy just became a wild card because if he's willing to say the f word in his board meeting mm -hmm. he might try to talk about abortion like it it you see what i'm saying like is yeah. it a is it a way of metering through linguistics how like yeah, where how a person gauge, stands right gauge somebody's comfort with, with with the norm of of uncomfy topics like this becomes up becomes a guy who might bring up an uncomfy to comfy topic <laughs> and then you're gonna have to feel uncomfortable Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a bunch it's of for? things. I think you see the same progression in what I just mentioned. I didn't realize it at the time, but like someone who texts you or sends you an IM or something and they, they mark that out, they could be just testing the waters to see how you respond. And then if you respond next time and you put in like a, ooh, a friendly, fogged out cuss word, then maybe the third time you guys communicate, someone slips in the full word, maybe the S word. And you're like, right. whoa, did they just say say the S letter, letter T word? And you're like, whoa, I should say that next time. And you progress and you bond and become friends. And then you cuss constantly like you and I do. So, so maybe that's, <laughs> I mean, so maybe in that context, it's valuable and we should continue to let it exist. Or it just lets you the classify the person that you're the personality there, and the there was a study uh, there was there was a thing going around some sort of study the details of which i don't really know so who knows how reliable it is but it was passed <laughs> through it was it was discussed, your memory of the study <laughs> uh, both um but it was definitely discussed on what i consider to be reliable publications um and it showed that people who use profanity frequently have a higher IQ. Oh, I buy it. <laughs> than, than people who don't. Um, Heck yeah. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> and so my answer to that was just, well, maybe that's a representation of the fact that they're able to realize that it's not actually of material importance. Like it's, it's just, and this is sort of, I guess, almost philosophical, but like it, it's just, a set of letters that represent an idea. And so if you say to F someone or to have sex with someone. Careful. They both. Careful. I'm being careful. Don't make me break out this whistle. I've not yet said anything that I couldn't say on morning talk. Yeah, radio. we're not. We'll know later. We'll edit whistles in. Um, <laughs> but they, 
as verbs, they are the same thing, right? Like one has a shade of meaning that we have decided is offensive in social context, but like in another country might not be at all. Yeah. It's entirely Um, a, it's just, it's a situation where we present something to young people as a black and white situation. And we say, you shall not use these words. They, and then we list a bunch of reasons. They make you look like an idiot. They're inappropriate. They'll make people uncomfortable. You don't need them. Use more creative words. Uh, And then we become adults and we're like, eh, that's total that's total BS. You know, you told us a bunch of stuff that you didn't really describe the situation to us. You didn't cr- you didn't treat us as intelligent, growing individuals. You just told us some nonsense. And now we're stuck with adults where there's this whole spectrum of use cases for a whole series of words um, that allow you to express yourself. And a lot of the time, they shouldn't be said. People who are wandering around the street yelling profanity to other people to, get, to make them uncomfortable... That's kind of an inappropriate use. I don't necessarily want people yelling bad words at me at, while I'm standing at the bus stop. But in context of a conversation where I'm excited about something or I'm trying to emphasize a story, you know, totally appropriate. You know? Well, it, it's just, it's like other things we've talked about, I think, on the podcast. But like starting a sentence with but, you know, like it's a tool you can use right. just because they were always told you don't start a sentence with a but. Like, I remember that day in class. Hemingway used to do it like, all what? the time. Yeah, bring it up Hemingway all the time. did it. Right. It's like I still do it. I just did it yesterday in a story. I was like, yeah. oh, should I do it here or should I do like a blah, 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 comma, but comma, And you blah, were blah, aware blah, blah. of it, which made <laughs> it a tool to be used. And so maybe that's where that intelligence piece in the study comes from, which is like, I don't just curse at people walking down the street. But it comes up in conversation when I'm deliberately trying to put punch at the beginning of whatever I'm trying to say. And the F word is particularly good for that because in terms of onomatopoeia, it's it like it makes that, you know, (laughs) whoa, whoa, was that do I need to blow this? (laughs) You're actually holding a whistle. Oh, no. Blow what they say. It's terrible. Uh, okay, so here's a question for you, and this is going to blow your mind because of how many things are tied together. So, oh no, wait, I might have just forgotten it. Shoot. Well, I got the general point. <laughs> I had a better intro for it. <laughs> so if we let... Oh no, I know what it was. So if we let profanity become a normal part of conversation, if there isn't this uh, preached non-usage of the word indoctrinated we lose the ability to use it for emphasis so all of a sudden its value in our lexicon is now diminished to the point where we can't use it anymore and we don't have those words and this then kind of makes us the selfish people who are using something they're not supposed to to their own benefit where We're everyone using a resource <laughs> yes and this brings and my my mind-blowing piece is a topic that's too uncomfortable for us to get into right now but i'm going to touch on it which is vaccinations and the concept of not needing to give them to your kids right now because you're probably not going to get sick but that's fucking no whistleblower oh <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. Damn it. And I was focused on the topic. But it's an example. It's an example, right? Because in a context where you're trying to proceed tactfully, like you you introduce that as a topic that is so uncomfortable <laughs> that I you're not ready to talk about it. Right. And if you go back to the last piece talking about why the value of pushing through this 
is like it's not a thing that people talk about because I feel uncomfortable every time I touch on vaccinations on Facebook or whatever. But it's a really, really important thing because one day I'm going to have kids and they're going to go to school with the other kids. And I don't want them to end up like my grandfather with no muscle in their right arm because they got polio as a kid. Like it's a really, really, really important thing to talk. I can't believe I broke first. Was it, like it. It, <laughs> it speaks to the importance of that. I told you, I, I'm I'm rock solid on this. Yeah, <laughs> you're a jerk, and I'm gonna prove it. <laughs> um, Cuss at me, you jerk! Look at your stupid cup with a dumb boat on it. Have a boat on it? It does have a boat on it. What kind of stupid boat does it have? Put a bird on it. <laughs> it's a it's a tall ship. It's the. Let's uh let's move on to our next topic. But I so really, so uh, but but it, uh, back to the thing of like a resource to be consumed. Yeah, I think maybe the 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 thing we're cruising toward here is like I don't if someone swears a lot in inappropriate context, then I do I carry that baggage too of feeling like oh that's a trashy person. Yeah. But I don't know what to make of that because then I swear all the time and I don't think of myself as trashy. So I'm I'm almost certain I'm not a trashy so person. What do you make but of I that? But I cuss right? a lot. But uh, maybe then I when listeners when listeners say to us <sighs> like you you, you you to bring it full circle, you said, you know, when listeners mention to us that we swear a lot, yeah, and that's why they don't listen. Like, what's that about? Because, yeah. I mean, like, you specifically mentioned your mother. Does she not want to think of you as trashy? Or does it just create a visceral discomfort, and so it's an unenjoyable experience, so she shies away yeah. from it? I think it just makes her uncomfortable. She also doesn't listen because she doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> but well, that's a completely different that was her, conversation that was her, on podcast demographics. <laughs> her, like, major feedback was, um, boy, you sure cuss a lot. <laughs> you should do that less. Well, and, I mean, it's 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 funny as a generational piece because we I, you know i was talking to my wife the other day about tattoos you know and i feel like everyone our age that has a tattoo thinks nothing of the other people their ages tattoos but we all have the exact same story of our parents going oh yeah oh you idiot or more extremely i'm gonna disown you and hang up the phone I think every generation in history across every culture has that experience with tattoos and it's a very funny thing it's an interesting thing because I mean, they ha you got to lend credence to it because for their generation, tattoos were mostly for bikers and prisoners. Yeah, fair. You know. Anyway, um, cool. I don't feel as uncomfortable as I thought I was going to feel talking about profanity. Well, yeah. profanity's not so bad. I, what, I, are, I, what are I all the words that you're about. not supposed to say? By the way, uh, I would just instruct our users to Google George Carlin's. Seven dirty words. You so, seven words you can't say on so television. F word smart, don't you? Patton Oswald has a pretty good so bit great. about it, too. I think you're so better than me. You're just trying to get me to say the words. <laughs> we'll see. I know what's happening here. We'll see what happens. This, is a, this kicks back to our podcast <laughs> last week. I've spent so much time doing debates, so much time talking about weird, touchy things in philosophy. Like, I, the second you said that, I started preparing a response that would not contain a bad word because I knew you were trying to get me to say a bad word. Like I'm just I'm just fascinated with the mental space because I, I have absolutely no problem not cussing right. in front of real people. And I actually have a story that I think is interesting that was like a pivotal moment in my life, actually. I'll never forget it. 
I had been working my first professional career job at a big company for three years. And I had given my notice. I was leaving. I was going back to school. And I was I was working as an engineer. I was hanging out in the machine shop uh, with like 25 guys, like maintenance guys and machinists and, and other engineers. And we're chatting about stuff. And I dropped a profane word. And the entire shop went ape ass. And they started, whoa, Jones just said S. Everyone's like high-fiving me. And I was like, what the F is going on? I have been so far removed from my own human personality for three effing years that I haven't been able to use the S word one time in front of these people that I'm like good friends with and have been working with for three effing years. It was so eye-opening for me. I was almost in tears because I was so upset with this like burden that had been put on my personality. I couldn't be myself. It was horrible, and it was a great sign. I was like, I have made the right decision to move on or at least grow up and get over that and, and be myself more often. Right. <laughs> well, that kind of, I guess, comes back to the podcast message or why to do this for us, right? Which is sort of like to push through that concern. It's like, yes, there's a space where if I'm dealing with a client, like there's no reason to, for one, I should just never need to speak with that emphasis. Like we're not talking about anything that's actually of great enough importance. Wouldn't that be great though? What if that but, were every conversation you had with other humans? Yeah. I, I, I can't socializing. Believe, I can't believe politicians don't swear more often. <laughs> that's what happens when people get drunk and then they kind of forget that they had those conversations. Right. And that's why alcohol is so popular is because it lets people have conversations with that level of excitement and truth behind them. That's a different topic. We should talk about alcohol. That is a that's a great one. Topic. Put it on the about, list. We should talk but about We can't a miss our last things. topic for today. It's so important. This is so uncomfortable. Are you sure we should go there? <laughs> the note says, sexy Han sexy Solo. Sexy Han Solo. Try it again. <laughs> One, two, three. Sexy, sexy Han, Han Solo. Solo. <laughs> Is that better? I don't know. Both are probably hard to hear. Yeah. Sexy Han Solo. What are your thoughts? How do you feel about Sexy Han Solo? What does Sexy uh, Han Solo mean to you? Well, the reason I put it on there was was uh, somewhere on the internet I encountered, you know, like a themed erotic image of not somewhere male Han Solo. It was a female wearing a Han Solo outfit. Like I wouldn't even call it cosplay. It was it was the effort to appear to be Han Solo was minimal relative to the effort to draw my attention by being sexy. <clears throat> and I so, almost said the other like word just then. Oh, damn. I wasn't even paying attention to it because I was thinking about sexy Han Solo. I was going to say sexy. <sighs> this as cast is difficult so far. <laughs> oh, man. It would have triggered. I would have blown the whistle if I had heard the word. So this was like a, like a Halloween costume sexy like AF. by sexy Han Solo. Sexy AF. It's fun that everyone knows what, what all these, these letters right? mean. And, and it's so not as exciting. So we're back to, to the philosophical them. thing because it creates the same thing in your head, but it's okay. So it did why... it for me a few minutes ago when I was really throwing them out during that I feel story. Like it, I feel like it lets us say the same thing, but reserves the use of the actual word for the point where you're really trying to make a point. So maybe yeah. it's better that we have those obnoxious, yeah. you know, 
placeholders. It'd be really interesting to analyze our podcasts. This is way too complex and we'll never do it, but we'll talk about it for a second. Analyze our podcasts and see at like what frequency we use profanity around what other words, what's like the volume level change. See if there's like, because it probably, I was really fired up a minute ago when I was throwing out F's and S's and A's and A's and S's and I feel like it's probably the same for me. And then the context BS's. word almost just came up because to say sexy AF was just sort of clever. <laughs> it was it's good. It's good radio. So either way, I put this on the list because I why was, does this one make us uncomfortable? I don't feel uncomfortable uh, yet. It's it's uncomfortable <laughs> because we end up talking about sex. Oh, and sexuality and, and sexuality and standards between male and female. Oh, I remember right. on other other which yeah. Is, there's which a lot is of reasons sort of what I was talking about before, but that's why it ended up on the uncomfortable list but before that it was more just like i don't i the han solo-ness of you so i keep looking over here because you googled sexy han solo (laughs) right after i told you that and then you sent me a picture and i can't stop looking at it but it doesn't have anything to do with the han solo-ness yeah we were trying and so i'm fascinated by the idea of like, well, it's mashing together two things that I love. Well, I'll describe the picture to people. There's a really hot girl in it, which I think is the sexy part. And then she's actually wearing an incredibly good Han Solo costume that also happens to be a sexy costume. She so has a it's vest, like the iconic leather belt with the sort of diagonal it's like, it's holster really, thing. She has yeah, an it's adapted blaster. to be like what a female Han Solo would look like in like a sexy comic book. Underneath the vest is a corset. And then she has a, a short skirt on that mimics the blue, navy blue with a red stripe. Yeah, his, his military you know. red stripe pants. And yeah. the blaster, as we noticed, is identical. So just spot on, you know, spot pretty on. Close. I would say as identical as your memory can tell. Oh, so yeah. So you don't need to say pretty Absolutely. close, you Absolutely. jerk. <laughs> no, that's, well, I've I've watched replica videos on how to wow. build one of those because I think it's cool as Maybe shit. Maybe jerk's not the right oh. word. What happened? Did you just stub your toe? No, I just said the S word. Oh, you did? I couldn't even hear it. I'm <laughs> such a I'm such a profane jerk that I don't even <laughs> hear these words when they come out of your mouth. Um, yes, we're even now. One one one. Um, <laughs> which one did I say? But so so the thing I don't remember. <laughs> I think I, said uh, I think you said the F word. Yeah, whole different. Damn which it. is apparently ah. worse. I don't. It's whatever. <laughs> um. But so I, I was just, it was curious because I thought, you know, like it, it is certainly a sexually attractive image, but I don't think it has anything to do with the Han Solo-ness. Yeah. So that took Love us it. to a different type of uncomfortable uh, line of thought, which is if you took the, so the, the, the question was like, are we attracted? Are we extra attracted to pictures of pretty girls dressed as like famous sci-fi characters because of the sci-fi characters and at first we were like absolutely no way like why i don't care that she's dressed as han solo she's just like a cute girl and then the what thought if it was, was slave leia right what if it was slave leia or what if the character just had been female and she did all the cool stuff that han solo did then you would be attracted to her for the han solo stuff too and so i think your brain is getting both things in there at once and we just don't want to admit it interesting that's it's i wonder how much of it so like you're talking about sort of this transference of 
of sort of a nostalgic or I guess not even nostalgic, but character elements, right? Transference of like the stuff that's harder to say you're attracted to. It's easy to say you're attracted to like a physically fit What about the woman? fetish side? Like what if you were not attracted to anyone not dressed as Han Solo? <laughs> <laughs> you just put that in a really good way. I just really like it. Just not attractive, not attractive, not attractive. Ooh, you were just oh, like Han there Solo. Is. There it is. Very attractive. I'll go to the sexy Han Solo convention. I don't, I don't, I don't experience uh, really like visceral or or obvious fetishes like that. I was going to say I don't have fetishes, but that's probably not true. I don't I don't I haven't developed yet that I know of uh really explicit fetishes like that. So I'm not I don't I don't connect with that. When people say they have like weird fetishes on the internet and stuff, that weirds me out. Like I certainly think cute Han Solo chicks are cool. That's like a cool picture. That's like fun. Cool costume, hot girl, you know? But Right. I don't, I don't know about that. Only people dressed as Han Solo. Right. But, but that's, it's funny because it's like rule whatever of the internet, right? Like if you can think of a thing, it's been sexualized on the internet. Right. And it's like, uh, you know, hey, whatever your thing is. But when people say like, well, what are you into? (laughs) I, my answer is usually just like nothing exciting, like standard, boring. Maybe. Maybe we should check with other people. What are our listeners into? Right. What, are you guys right. weirdos? Are you guys into like chicks dressed as Han Solo? Or Chewbacca, who also came up when you search for sexy Han Solo? Or like a little kid But let's talk about it in Chewbacca. this context. So Why is the whole conversation about... I feel super uncomfortable talking about this right now. Why? Like, why uh, does it matter what I'm yeah. into and whether that's acceptable or not? Like, because on some... There's some spaces where I can see that because if it's if what you're into is potentially not sanitary, I can see the reason <laughs> that it would be like, well, yeah, we don't need people getting parasites. But like what then we judge about? them, we judge them <laughs> on why why is it more uncomfortable for me to talk about why, why do I feel just fine right now saying the phrase pooping on people's chest <laughs> when I don't feel comfortable using the F word? Like, why is it not okay for me to say the F word? But to but, make people think about someone squatting over them and but taking a dump on But I didn't use any chest? offensive words when I said pooping on someone's chest. You used a funny You know, word. you could say poopy to little kids. Oh, look at your poopy. It's all over me. Babies right. poop on people's chests all the time. They throw up on them. They pee on them. And so... So anyway, it's like that that makes sense as a thing that you go, ew. But that's because if you get you know, like we are by instinct, dogs stay away from poop. I mean they have they give it a sniff, but then they walk away. Don't cats eat dogs poop though? That's different though, because I and think don't that's dogs a matter eat of cats poop? Dogs eat horse poop. Dogs but that has oh, to do with do what they process. Animals? Do we eat horse poop? <laughs> I don't know do if we horses eat, eat elephant poop. poop? Would but that's how you get cholera. So isn't hmm. isn't poopy water how you get cholera? Uh, anyway, probably. the aversion to that probably behavior makes that sense, whether you want to call it instinct or social, whatever. Right. But there are diseases you get by having poop in your food. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And I've still not used any offensive words to talk about that, but I would feel equally uncomfortable. I would feel more uncomfortable having this conversation at a Starbucks with a person that I'd only known for a week than I would saying the F word. Well, you've taken it to the poop place, which is where you take every podcast. 
Because it's a Back funny to... place to make people really uncomfortable <laughs> without saying anything actually offensive what in a space where it really shouldn't be uncomfortable. Because everyone poops. <laughs> it's the same reason sex shouldn't be uncomfortable. Like, if you exist, sex happened to make you. If you exist, Sorry. sex happens. That's a good shirt for the, for the shirt <laughs> site. If you exist, sex happened. That's a really good shirt. Write that down. We could put some deal with it sunglasses on it. Deal with it. Totally. Deal with it sunglasses. We don't even need to use the words. <clears throat> so I think, I think these uh, sexy Han Solo was a good intro for us to get our feet wet in, in a topic that is really important. Human sexuality, male-female uh, double standards, uh, an area that I think we talk about a lot, actually, privately, um, but often don't talk about publicly. And I think it's a great place to go with some future podcasts. This stuff, this, this is an uncomfortable topic because it's very touchy. You know, it's very emotional. It affects people's lives greatly. Like sexuality, it affects people's lives in really, really good ways and really, really horrible ways, especially with the male-female dichotomy. And that's what comes up. That is a like a deeply important topic to be discussed and to be figured out. And the conversation needs to be had. And and we're we're uh, just two of the men to maybe have that conversation someday when we feel more com- comfortable. Someday when we feel more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was going to say was pretty much exactly the same thing, which is just like the conversation that I think this begs or the question that I keep wanting to ask, but we're almost out of time, is like, so does sexy Han Solo work for, does it work the other way around? Like when I wear a sexy Han Solo outfit, am I more attractive to women, or is mini skirt or the pants? And so what I brought up when we were talking about it was not literally the same outfit. That I would just be hanging out the bottom of a skirt that small. I would guess that the almost the entire world's female population would find you more sexy in a Han Solo costume. Right, I, I think that's fair. It's just not. It's it's different. Well, this this will get us into that topic, and, and I'd love to, but. It, uh, it, it'll just be different because all of your skin won't be showing. And for some reason, I mean, we can get into those reasons, but for some reason that's different and, and worse and objectifying. Um, you might have to wear a tight shirt to show off your muscles and stuff or something. I don't know. You've got to endanger yourself. They're, other, they're like opposite. You know, there are other right. things that, that make it equally uh, potentially difficult And I think or that's bad. why it's another Ugh, I'm feeling weird. Because- Let's save it. <laughs> anyway, I feel like we're, <laughs> we're about to accidentally start the the, the three hour podcast that that conversation I, needs to be. <clears throat> I feel like it's important at this point that I apologize to our listeners for cheating for the second half of the podcast and using letters in as proxies for the cuss words that I wanted to use because uh, I think I did it too much and I feel bad now. So I meant to do this without. I do. I have to say that there and I did are a, a number of podcasts that I that I listen to and I particularly admire Adam Savage's ability to do this. Um, he, he really, I think aggressively tries not to use profanity, even though it slips here and there. Um, and you know, I mean, he's, he's like, it's Mythbusters, and there's a level of Mr. Wizard accessibility yeah. to everything that he does. And I think that's important because you do teach your kids. You don't want to alienate a chunk of your possible, totally. you know, people you could possibly teach and people you could possibly involve in the conversation because you're using profanity. Right. But then I also don't want to not talk about sexuality. And so is that going to alienate the same population? And then does it even matter? And why is there a difference? And 
this is the stuff I want to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, I think it's great. I think this is good. This is a (laughs) welcome to the Reels Engineering podcast. Welcome to Adam and Brian's uh, psychotherapy with each other podcast, where we deal with our own personal issues in a public setting to force ourselves to be more comfortable when we're socializing with others. We should just rename the podcast. Am I an asshole? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't like the name I just gave it. Anyway, uh, thanks for hanging out, everybody. I've had a really effing good time. Yeah, I hope I everyone else has too. <laughs> <laughs> um, same deal. Find us on socials. Don't miss a podcast. Rate and review on iTunes. That that ass helps. <laughs> um, but, a, but a couple jerks. What a couple jerks. I'm Adam. Um, Brian, I hope you have a super enlightened day. Void of things that are profane and make you seem like a J. Even though you are a huge J. A huge F and J. What a jerk. Get out of here. (laughs) Butts. Butts. I like butts and boobs. Typical dude things. Like, I don't... I really... I gotta take down this picture of sexy Han Solo. It keeps distracting me.